0: All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So today I have a super, super exciting guest. So I have been searching high and low on Instagram to find different coaches in every field possible to bring y'all. And this one was probably one of my favorite finds. I'm just searching spirituality. I'm looking for fun pictures, things that I can vibe with. And this lady, oh my gosh, Ms. Heidi. I was just enthralled. I was reading quotes, I was like, this resonates. And then just studying what she does on her site, I was all in, so I am so, so thankful that she was taking the time to be with us here. She is a priestess, a moon mother, a tantra practitioner, Cosmic sex coach—that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And she also owns Purple Lotus Spiritual Healing. So I am so pumped. We're gonna get into the juicy details of all of this. And Heidi, if you could just tell us your story, how you got here, how did you become
1: all these things? I'm just dying to know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I pretty much. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I've been rather. I've been spiritual rather my whole life and i've actually dabbed in a lot of things trying to figure out okay so what is my purpose what i want what do i want to do with the rest of my life so i studied graphic design i did a little bit of real estate and i'm like none of these are things i could see myself doing until my very last breath so then it was about seven eight years ago where I had my first Reiki session. And I, from then on, I decided to, you know, get training doing Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. And then all of that just led me down to the becoming a yoga teacher and then studying uh, aromatherapy and which was then when I experienced my first womb blessing. And after that, it connected to me so much deeper than any of the other practices that and, and that I that I've experienced, and sessions that I give. So then, when the founder of the the woman who developed the womb, her versions of the womb blessing and the womb healings around the Gray came to Miami, I'm like, I have to do this training. This was transformational for me, and I want to be able to offer this to my clients and everyone in my community. And that's so. From being coming a moon mother, I did priestess of the goddess certification so all of these things have led me to mainly working with feminine energy and which then led me to being an advocate for helping women connect to their menstrual cycle in a sacred way, as opposed to being this yucky, bothersome thing, but experiencing it as a spiritual practice, which then also led me down the road to sacred sexuality and tantra. All these things where for me have brought about a lot of transformation for me. In the marriage I was in, I felt like there was something wrong with me. I I couldn't relax. I whatever for whatever reasons I later le- learned that subconsciously i never really trusted him and other underlying issues like emotional abuse were the reasons why i couldn't have this what i thought sex should be so with the divorce and the practice of the yoni eggs and just getting more in touch and more embodied with who i am as a woman as an embodiment of the of the divine feminine i was able to to heal all these sexual limiting beliefs i had with tantra with cosmic sexuality through the womb blessings and the womb healings so everything that I offer has been transformational to me so I know the experience and I could guide women through this
0: that's so cool it's (laughs) such a it's such a journey and that's really what I was so intrigued on like how do you end up here like what what processes do you go through to get to this place and I like that you talked on not being in a good relationship and Mm -hmm. not understanding necessarily what you even needed sexually, because I think as women, we don't get that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Or... We might get it more now, but when I was growing up, it's like, oh ladies, don't have sex. You'll die. You are yeah. unclean. <laughs> you are bad. So I went through a lot of sexual trauma. So I had a rival with that with like, it wasn't my fault that this happened, but like I'm still I'm still the one at fault. The male is never necessarily we yeah. don't t- we don't <laughs> tell guys to have sex less. We tell women to have sex less. Yeah so the guys can kind of step away from that and that's really for most of my life the idea that I could get what I wanted in sex was like that's not a thing that's not a thing so I think it's intriguing that you help people with that how does someone find you for things like that I know on your site you have like the cosmic sexuality sessions Mm -hmm. who is coming to that I'm so I'm not necessarily intimidated at that I'm like that's Mm -hmm. that sounds really exciting but I don't know if that's for me what is what is that gonna be I feel like it's cosmic sexuality seems like it's gonna be this huge thing and I get in my head I'm like what if it's not for me like what if that's not Mm -hmm. for me who is this for
1: this is for anyone who if men women couples um I had a couple come to me a few weeks ago I am currently working with it's anyone who wants to Take sexuality into a more necessary spiritual practice, but deeper, getting deeper with themselves, um, experiencing longer, deeper, blissful, like out of this world type of orgasms where you're still buzzing hours after having an orgasm. It's for women to, to tap into their multi-orgasmic abilities because we as women are multi-orgasmic. And the practices that we I guide you through in the sessions help to break down We go through cord cutting, clearing the chakras to create a clear channel. So when we get to the point of channeling the sexual energy within us with the breath work and the meditation, you're a clear channel. So the energy, you'll experience the energy more deeper and more intense. Um, So it's not just a physical orgasm, it's physical, it's energetic, it's emotional, it completely opens you up. The sessions are mainly meditation, energy work, and breath work. And then for men, it also helps with guiding men to become multi-orgasmic as well. So there's a practice of semen retention and channeling that energy as well and having multiple orgasms without ejaculating well that sounds pretty cool
0: yeah (laughs) how are how is this not on every in every male magazine ever right now exactly (laughs) i have never even heard of that i will be doing some googling later Uh, my husband will love hearing this episode wow that's that's super exciting i will I guess I wouldn't have thought that breathwork would be involved. I've discovered breathwork this year for like anxiety. Mm -hmm. Breathwork really can be used for anything. Wow. So you've mentioned feminine energy a couple of times. And what are ways that we can tap into that? How does that
1: manifest
0: kind of in our lives?
1: So... For women, and this is in regards to whether you have a physical womb or whether or not, or whether you have a menstrual cycle or not, we're connected to the phases of the moon, whether we have those two. So it's a matter of tapping into the different archetypes that we go through. So we, as women, with or without a womb or a cycle, experience these four archetypes. So when we're in the maiden phase, which would be the new moon phase, pre-ovulation it is more of our outward we're in more more of an outward energy phase we're more logistical more organized we're in that kind of more male dominant side of our energies and then we have the full moon which would be the the mother archetype we're where it's where we're more in of our creative nurturing um, phase and then we go into what would be the premenstrual cycle and then the which is the enchantress and the menstrual cycle which is the curl so this would be more of the inward feminine energy of going inward of going connecting with our intuition that inner wisdom rebirth the menstrual cycle is all about rebirth transformation releasing the old so connecting to our energies connecting to the phases of the moon how we energetic noticing how we energetically feel see and see the world differently and think differently during those different stages and then you could manifest with using these different energies and organize your work using these different energies like prioritizing on the days you know where you're in your maiden and mother phase prioritizing new projects and goals for when you're in that phase. And when it comes to reorganizing and releasing things, organizing those things for when you're in your premenstrual or menstrual phase to create more of a, a balance within ourselves. And in this very male-dominated society, we tend to reside more in the maiden and mother phase, which is also what society prefers us to be 100% of the time, which causes our the enchantress and the crone the pre- premenstrual menstrual phase to be ignored and completely ignored, and we're not in touch to, in touch to it because that's the witchy, crazy part of feminine energy that our society deemed as. Not good.
0: I am reevaluating <laughs> every, every week of my month now. <laughs> I've never... Okay, I've heard other people kind of start to try to talk on this, and then mm-hmm. it just it went straight over my head. Because for me, I have a birth control implant, so a mm-hmm. lot of times I'm like, well, I don't really have a consistent anything, so do mm-hmm. I not match to that? The idea that it's connected to the moon mm-hmm. makes significantly more sense. Wow. As I reevaluate what weeks of my life I'm gonna do planning. Um I'm, I'm like sitting here thinking, I'm like, yeah, I was really, really productive with a bunch of stuff last week. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And then this week, I'm like, not
1: not really here for, okay. Yeah, because you're entering your enchantress phase. So last week, it was a full moon, I believe. Yeah. So that's the mother phase. So you're more nurturing, creative, wanting to put something out into the world. And now you're going to your enchantress phase, which tends to be the witch year. We start to get a little bit more in touch with our intuition, our inner selves, wanting to withdraw. From the world really and then the dark moon which would be the crone is a time of rest and renewal which is a lot of times why when we're in our menstrual cycle for example maybe you'll start noticing maybe once we start getting close to um the dark moon right before the new moon the little crescent comes out you might start noticing that you probably don't feel as social or you want to just hang back and relax and that's perfectly fine because you're listening to your energies that's where energetically your mind and the way you see the world wants to be at the moment my mind is
0: like my jaw's like on the floor (laughs) like because today (laughs) i was i'm just gonna do my podcast interview i'm not really feeling talking to anybody in my dms i'm just gonna like hang out my office like i literally told my husband i'm like i'm just gonna be in the office today i just want to be by myself chill this morning i was like i'm just not talking to anyone today (laughs) (laughs) holy crap okay wow my life and business would be way probably more organized if i had <laughs> thought of this at all that's so it's definitely i'm in my head i'm like women are so cool we can mm-hmm. actually do anything yeah. and then when i hear things like this i'm like oh yeah there's a reason why we're we this awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you talked about how womb blessings kind of got you into this. And when I first read that, I thought it was for a pregnancy thing. And then... Maybe you don't have to be, maybe... What is that?
1: What does that look like? What is that? So the womb blessings are... So there's two sessions I offer, the womb blessings and the womb healings. They're not necessarily for you to get pregnant. If you're looking to get pregnant, it helps because it helps to clear energy in your womb space, which is also great if you're trying to conceive so you have a higher vibrational energy in your womb. But it's really more to reconnecting to our womb, to that energetic space. It's where our feminine soul is it's a, a place of creativity of our sexuality our power and our inner wisdom we're so out of touch with that energy center we only think of that energy center that and the womb even if you don't have a womb the energy center is still there so we're so out of touch with it we only think of our womb in terms of our quote-unquote yucky menstrual cycle and when we're trying to get pregnant but it's our womb is our spirit guides in the sense where we we could just close our eyes, tune into our wounds, ask a question, and just feel how it feels. Connect to it as another a spiritual being, your higher self. Um, and the womb blessing helps to reconnect with that. So the wound blessing is an energy attunement, which is done every 28 days. And it takes you through an energetic rebirth cycle. Every time you do a wound blessing, it peels back layers and things that are no longer serving you. So you will, through that 28-day cycle, be going through a rebirth process, releasing things. Things are going to come up in order for you to assess them, heal them, and release. You feel grounded afterwards. You feel, I've had women that with either the wound blessing or the wound, healing they come and do the session they haven't had regular periods they haven't had their periods for months and then either the same day or the next day their cycle starts and it becomes regular so it helps women in on so many levels it's transformational it's you you'll feel it when you see a woman who's been who's done a womb blessing or a womb healing their energy is completely different they start to attract they become magnets to things that are meant for their higher purpose that, are suppo- that they're supposed to be in line with. And it could create transformation on a physical level to transforming your whole life. And that's pretty much what it's done for me and for my clients. Uh, while the womb healing is more of the archetypes that I just mentioned, the phases, it helps to balance those energies. Like I said, our, our maiden and mother energy tends to be depleted because that's the energies we're tapped into the most. Because that's what society and what the world wants from us. While the the enchanters and the chrome is a little not it's there's it's lacking energy because it's we're not connecting to it it's ignored so it's bringing balance to all of those energies i need one really (laughs) i
0: definitely live in that camp of i hate my period it's why i got the implant i don't ever want to get pregnant i live in this very in this world of i'm like wombs are cool i don't want kids i don't really want anything to do with it I guess. So this is kind of eye-opening because I probably am blocking a lot of energy because I don't, I don't want kids and having to have a period. To me, like the most irritating thing in the world. And I just, I want it to go away as soon as it happens. (laughs) I've never really looked at it as powerful because to me, it's always just been inconvenient. But like hearing this, oh, I probably am blocking a lot of creative energy that I want. I, my life is in a creative space. Maybe if I wasn't blocking that, things would be easier and then consistency the idea of having a consistent period sounds super cool i've never <laughs> experienced that so that oh that sounds cool people who tell me that they can expect it like t- almost to the hour i'm like how mm-hmm. <laughs> does it send you a card does it tell you <laughs> so if that alone i would i would be game for that because no one anytime i ever went to a doctor and i was like well it happened a long time ago. It's fine. There was like never like a, a reason. They were like, well, some people are like that. Good luck. Have a good time. And so that's very. I'm so intrigued. I wrote so many (laughs) notes. I have so much googling to do after this (laughs) to see if anyone does this in Nashville. I feel like Nashville's
1: cool enough. Um, We probably have that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you go to wombblessing.com, there are a few moon mothers there. Um, and I also offer a womb distant womb healings. Ooh, that might be (laughs) that might be more fun. That's exciting.
0: So kind of the beginning of. summer i like started trying to get into crystals i mean i have some and I enjoy them and I think that they do good things for me because I'm trying to tap into creative energy all the time. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm like, give me all of it. Any, anything that's got creative energy, I'm writing a book, like give it all to me. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are really good stones and crystals that you're using in your practices like to enhance the feminine energy, sexual energy, overall the energy, what, what should I be getting? What should I be enjoying? Hey y'all, this episode is sponsored by me. So imagine with me for a moment what it would feel like to wake up and see your bank account with your dream number. Imagine the weight of debt being lifted off your shoulders. Imagine if you could actually enjoy money instead of it running your life. Having paid off all $48,000 of my debt in the last 19 months, I know it's freaking possible. I know how to help you wake up feeling free, and as such, I am currently accepting applications for the waitlist to my new one-on-one money mastery coaching program. Learn how to manage your money, budget, save, pay off debt, plan for your future, all while smashing the lies that you have been led to believe about money. You deserve to have the money of your dreams, and it all starts with the basics. Apply for coaching using the link in my show notes. Payment plans of all types are available. I know firsthand the abundance that can come from implementing my money blueprint into your life. I cannot wait to hear from you.
1: Um, so red jasper is great it's grounding and works for the root chakra and it also helps with also if you have suffered any sort of sexual traumas it helps you know to help helps healing with that and it helps with connecting and raising kundalini energy kundalini energy is sexual creative energy so it's raising the energy up through the spine towards the crown i also recommend carnelian carnelian is a great crystal it's connected to the sacral which is where our womb is at it's great for creativity sexuality, passion. And then in one of my posts, I've mentioned where the sacral and the throat chakra are very much connected energetically and physically. If you look at the vocal cords and the cervix and all of that, the vaginal canal, they're very physically similar in appearance. One thing that I've noticed in the womb blessings and womb healing sessions, or even when I do the Reiki, women women or anyone who's experienced primarily women sexual trauma, there's blockages in the sacral chakra, but there's also blockages in the throat because the moment that sexual trauma occurs and you can't speak your block it's created a block in the in the throat chakra the solar the sacral chakra is about creativity the throat is expression it's a creative expression so they're both connected through creative through creativity so also all the crystals for the throat chakra are great for expressing that creativity so we could do uh soda any blue crystal really for the it's great for expressing. Um, Chrysocola is a blue crystal and it also helps to connect with feminine energy, Mother Earth energies. Rainbow Moonstone is another great one for feminine energies. And it also helps with regulating, connecting to the moon, regulating your cycle, cramps. Malachite is another good one for connecting to your feminine energies. And it also helps with menstrual cycle. What else? Rose Quartz is actually, even though it's a very common one, Rose Quartz is great. I use, in regards to the Yoni eggs, Though Yoni eggs are egg-shaped crystals that you insert into your vagina for enhanced orgasms, for healing energetically and I started with the rose quartz and that had brought so much energy healing and love to my womb especially with the c-section traumas I had it brought a lot of healing for that so I highly recommend love because the rose quartz for self-love in order to connect to your womb because like you were saying how periods are this and that is how we were brought up so it's adding a slight negative connection to your womb so using the rose quartz it's going to bring in more of a loving connection to your womb as something that is not as something that's filled with wisdom and knowledge and that's something that's uncomfortable in order to remove that blockage for creativity. Stenite is great for cleansing and clear quartz really is just the best because it replaces it can take the place of any single crystal and it's It's an amplifier of energy. I have a
0: nice shopping list. (laughs) So when you have these, what do you recommend doing with them? I like that you mentioned the rose quartz, the yoni egg, which I did, in fact, have to Google. I was like, what is that I thought that I kind of knew what it was? And I was like, I'm going to Google it. And I was like, this sounds really cool and exciting. And then I Googled how to use it. And I was like,
1: I am hesitant, but... Oh, maybe try. Yeah. So, if you want, well, if you want to use the crystals for create, I recommend having these crystals in your workspace. Like, for example, I have a bunch of crystals in my workspace. I have clear quartz, I have amethyst, I have angelite, celestite, serpentine, honey calcite, citrine, malachite, and pyrite. All of these are for creative energy, action energy, connect and peaceful because I have the the light and the Amethyst and the Pirate and the Citrine for money and luck.
0: So as we've been talking, you've mentioned getting connected to higher vibrations like getting connected to your higher self so on this podcast i talk a ton about reaching your higher self in terms of kind of getting motivated and like pushing for like business practices marketing i do that a lot what is what are ways people can get connected to their higher self spiritually in a like in a higher vibrational match what are what are some techniques to someone who's maybe not ever tried to do that like they can get super, super pumped in the business sense and the
1: go-getter sense, but they don't necessarily pull back into
0: themselves spiritually at all.
1: Meditation helps a lot to raise your vibration. Meditation and gratitude. And if you're not into meditation, at least practice gratitude every single day. Wake up in the morning and say that you're grateful for another day. And when something great happens, even even if it's small, like the smallest thing, like you found a a dollar on the floor, be grateful for finding that dollar. Grateful raises your vibration and the energy you put out, you get back. So the more grateful you are for things, the more the universe is going to send to you. Meditation helps to keep you grounded, centered, trying to meditate. At least five minutes in the morning, you're going to notice a day you skip the meditation, how you tend to drag a little bit more teeth throughout the day or how you get more easily frustrated throughout the day as opposed to the days that you meditated for those five minutes. Journaling. A lot of the times our throat chakras is closed because we can't say certain things or express how we're feeling to our bosses or co-workers we could get fired. So finding an outlet at the end of the day to express the feelings and emotions you couldn't express that you're holding in is another great way because the more you hold in, the more you're causing a buildup and cause, cause a buildup of energy that's not supposed to be in you not allowing the energy not allowing your own natural energy to flow so finding a creative outlet whether it's journaling dancing boxing you know finding an outlet to that all of that anger and stress and anxiety yeah. i do highly
0: recommend journaling full conversations with people yes. the way that you <laughs> want them to go because yeah. as long as it's not you're asking your boss to give you like private jet or something but like if you're just having like a heated conversation like you disagree with something but there's nothing you can do about it you write down that conversation even though it didn't actually happen you're going to feel better. You got to say what you wanted to say. You got to hear what you wanted to hear. And then you can just move on and you'll be a little bit in a better space to go in and have that interaction because it's not seething. You're not thinking about it all day, every day, like, oh, I could say this, this, and this. You will have written it down. You said it. And if you just want to dispel it, sometimes I will light these arguments on fire. I'll be like, I have this (laughs) argument and then I'll burn it. And then I'm just like, I'm done. And you can just move on. But if you're just holding on to it and you never speak it like it's just like you're having the conversation in your head it will just stay in your head it'll repeat like a bad song and it will never go away but as soon as you put it out into something else it stops being at the forefront of your mind because you're not obsessing so that's a that's a really big tip for if you're having a disagreement with somebody but there's literally nothing you can do or it's not worth it it's not worth the actual argument Mm -hmm. that happens sometimes too. There's some things with my husband, I'm like, it's not worth the fight. I'll write about it and be like, well, I'm done with that. And it doesn't have to be an issue. Try it like one time y'all. It'll help. Yeah, definitely. It does look like that you have a subscription service that y'all do. And I did some Googling after I even sent you the questions for this interview. Mm -hmm. And I really could not find anything else similar that's doing spiritual boxes as a subscription service. Mm -hmm. How did you start doing that? What does it entail? How do people get it?
1: So the Zenful box, it's a subscription box I started with my friend Lynette. She owns uh, Crazy for Candles. So it's a subscription box with crystals i have the essential oil blends i make and her candles so and each box every month has a different theme intention and it's meant for you to use all the things together for example this month is for cleansing and protection so her candles will have scents will match my essential oils more or less in regards especially to the essential oils used in them black pepper is used for protection and then the spray has uh the essential oil spray has black pepper and sage and the crystal is smoky quartz which is good for protection and clearing energy and then the affirmation you use the affirmation with the essential oil or the spray with the candle and the crystal to set the intention for clearing and protection. Certain months will have a theme for abundance and we'll have a candle with scents that attract abundance and the crystal will match with to bring that energy as well as as the essential oil plant that I make. That's so cool.
0: It's it's literally like Ipsy for your soul. (laughs) I love that. That's such a creative idea that I think more people, for me, coming into this space, I really didn't know anything. I still kind of don't and I'm just kind of reaching at straws so like oh what what kind of crystal goes with what and I have like some essential oils but I don't really know the idea that you are providing an entire set here's your essential oils your candle your affirmations your crystals this is it's your starter pack every month yep. to set an intention <laughs> that is phenomenal <laughs> and I love that and I'm definitely gonna have the links for that in the show notes here yeah. Cause that's, I love, I love everything about this idea. And (laughs) like that must help so many people who kind of like me are like, I would like to start with this, but you just don't know. And then you can try new things and see. And the idea that someone can, who already knows all these things will just be like, here you go. Perfect. (laughs) Absolutely perfect for me. Cause I can research from there. Give me a starting point and we can do it. Um. (laughs) So in all of your practices and all the things that you have learned and you know now, if you could go back to like eighteen year old you or even younger if you feel like what's a piece of advice that you would give yourself and be this is this is what you wanna listen to, what do you got?
1: I have a lot of patience and that's something that I'm still working on. (laughs) Like, I have patience for certain things, but for other things, I just, I'm like, what can happen right now? But patience and knowing and trusting that the universe and everything's going to fall in perfect alignment as it should. And that we have to go through certain things in order to become a better version of ourselves. Because if we'd stayed in that situation, we'd be stuck and we wouldn't be growing. So... Patience, knowing that everything really does happen for a reason and it's there to help you grow. And trusting in the universe that everything's going to happen in perfect alignment. Absolutely. Patience, still still working. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I like to think that I'm an incredibly patient person and then there's like three things that I'm like nope I can't do it I'm over it (laughs) but I definitely love that like everything happens for a reason it might not make sense when you're going through it Mm -hmm. and most things don't when we're going through hard things we have we just want to be out of it we can't acknowledge or appreciate it and while I don't necessarily appreciate A lot of the trauma that I have gone through, the hard things, well, I made it to the other side. So now I can help other people also make it to the other side. And so I appreciate the just strength, determination, and the things that I came up with to get through it that I can help other people with. So everything does happen for a reason. You might not know why, and you don't even know who you're going to help, and you might not even know that you help someone. That's something I think about a lot too. There's so many people that exist out there who have helped me, who have no idea who I am. Mm-hmm. So I definitely always just share what you're going through. You might help. You never know who's who's watching, who hears about you, whose life you can change. And I wish I my younger self knew that older me would actually help people mm-hmm. and that I would make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So we have made it to uh, September of 2020 and every time I do this question and I recap some crazy thing that's happened for the week so I can listen to it in a couple months and be like, yeah, that's what was happening. Basically, my home state is on fire, all of it, and it looks insane. And then there's like a ton of hurricanes and you know I'm just hoping that we make it through um, the rest of the year. Like, that's my hope at this point. I'm like, I just want to make it to 2021. (laughs) I just, I want, I want my badge. I want my medal that says I survived 2020. (laughs) I'm going to get a t-shirt. That's going to be my 2021 planner. I'm going to make (laughs) I survived 2020 planners. What in all of this chaos are you most looking forward to for the end of the year?
1: It's been chaotic, but through, like, it reminds me of the tarot, the tower card, how certain things have to crumble and fall down in order for new growth. New growth is definitely new growth and expansion is what I'm looking for. For me this year, it has brought a lot of expansion, having to grow through uncomfortable things. I've been this year growing through putting myself visually more out there and especially in videos, which was something I wasn't really doing. So because of COVID, it Forced me to do that. So there has been, even throughout this chaos, some expansion and growth for me. So continued and expansion and growth and new things being birthed for 2021. That's super
0: exciting, though. (laughs) Being able to switch your practice to being able to connect with people, like that's probably opened up so many. more people that you can help so I think COVID has sucked a lot for a whole lot Mm -hmm. of people but for some people they've been able to step into doing more and acknowledging what they really want to do that's been a really consistent message for 2020 as we I think collectively we see what's more important like everything seems to be like chaos but it's a Mm -hmm. reorganization of priorities so hopefully you know we get we get a whole <laughs> lot of things figured out And people can maybe learn that we're – that we can survive with a difference of opinions and not everything is about us individually Mm -hmm. and come together. Like, that is really as optimistic and probably unnecessarily hopeful as that is. I really do feel like we could – we can come together because enough people are trying now. Yeah. So I feel like that collective energy of change is really going to push forward and we're going to see – great things come from this. Like, we hit a breaking point, and things can't be what they were, so I am excited to see that growth and change as a as a collective nation and really in all of the people that I get to interact with on a regular basis. And it was just so, this was so informative. I, <laughs> do you have book
1: recommendations by chance? Uh, yes. Um, Female Energy Awakening by Miranda Gray. The Art of of sexual ecstasy and the art of sexual magic. Oh, the um, the Book of Secrets by Osho and the Radiance Sutras. These are all amazing. I am a
0: hyper avid reader. I'm always (laughs) posting what I'm reading. So I'm always, I'm always looking for new book recommendations from basically anyone and everything because there's literally, there's no excuse for not being informed on things at this point. Like the resources are there. You just get pointed in the right direction. So I am, I am excited to dive into those. (laughs) And just thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Your website and your Instagrams and all of that good Mm -hmm. stuff will be in the show notes so that people will be able to find you, schedule services, and just dive deeper into that feminine energy. I know most of my audience here is a bunch of female entrepreneurs mm-hmm, the ladies. Mm-hmm. We got to tap into any kind of creative energy that we have available and I have clearly been making excuses for what I am not as well, so I am looking forward to diving into that and, you know, sharing a whole new journey with everyone because I am so intrigued. (laughs) This was (laughs) fabulous for me, thank you so much. Thank you for having
1: me.